listening to the Arkansas AgCast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation and hosted by Rob Anderson and Jason Brown. All righty. Hey, happy Thursday afternoon, Rob, Brian. Same to you. Greetings. Both. How are we? Doing good. I know how you are. <laughs> <laughs> Getting better every minute. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you, yeah, are you counting down the days? I am. Now, I am. the minutes. Now I'm counting down the day. Yeah, so, nice. that's right. <clears throat> yeah, Brian is uh, headed out the door for vacation uh, yeah. for a little while. Yeah, it'll be a little while. Um, so, yeah, we're shutting everything down. <laughs> yeah, well, after last week in his absence. <laughs> yeah. We, um, yeah, no, that's exciting, man. I know you guys are, are looking forward to it. Very much so. Very so. much so. I haven't ever been up that way, so it'll be good. Yeah. And you are going to New England? New England. He's going to cheat. He's going to fast forward time and catch fall. Yes. In full nice. swing. Yes. I'm, nice. I'm tired of waiting on it to break yeah. here, so you I'm going, <laughs> You're I'm going, going to where fall. it is breaking. Yeah, right. you are going to fall. Yes. Nice. I like it. Hey, Rob, did you hey. know? Hey, buddy. It is the Arkansas AgCast week in the Arkansas Farm Bureau Fantasy Football League. <laughs> Are we playing each other? We're playing each other. Well, All right. I don't know what place you're in. But I'm, <laughs> it doesn't I'm not matter. At the top, you know? Yeah, this game does, doesn't matter. I can yeah. tell you that. Yeah, but. it's just not a battle of the <laughs> potential uh, playoff teams or champion now. Yeah, I uh, I pulled up my roster to take a look yeah. uh, for for everyone uh, listening and watching. We we have we do have I think the first ever uh, Farm Bureau Federation Fantasy Football League and and uh, looked up pulled up my roster and we're yeah we're playing each other this oh, week well wow. you know our our guest producer last week jenny beat me over the, the past weekend so, oh she uh, did you know, okay or to well or i should round. not put up a fight i'll tell you that <laughs> don't, don't worry about that um i guess moving on beyond football and vacations and fall and things like that uh, it's been sort of a busy week we've got a little bit of of things to cover before we get to the news. Uh, the first would be uh, an event today down in Monticello, right. I believe, the Forestry Business Center. Yes, UAM's Forestry Business Center, which is is a pretty important thing uh, that we supported. There was a lot of uh, you know, there was a lot of uh, work put into the uh, it's the Center for Forest Business, and a lot Thank of you. work was put into that, um, getting the funding necessary for that, making sure it all came together. Uh, it's an exciting thing because it's important for the industry here in Arkansas. Timber is a big industry in Arkansas, yeah. and uh, there needed to be a resource like this, um, and we we worked hard on it, and I know they've been working hard on it down there. And in fact, Shaley Wallace from our office is down there today uh, talking to people, get some interviews and things like that because it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, she was texting me from there saying, yeah. My goodness, we got to do more with Dr. Pelkey. He's like he does yeah. a really good job of tying in forestry and agriculture and all of these right. things. Always, and so yeah, yeah, he's really great. Fantastic. It's yeah. a very important part of Arkansas agriculture, and this mm-hmm. this center is, I think, going to be um, very valuable. Going yeah, on. yeah. Well, in, um, fact, in fact, we are actually going to have something on it in our next Arkansas Agriculture magazine as well. That's what I was going to ask if yeah. we're going to. So we'll have some some more intel coming out on that. This this uh, this center uh, is really 
an important step, a big step, mm-hmm. really, in our, our state's forestry industry. Um, also on, on, on the list here in front of me uh, is the Arkansas Ag Hall of Fame nominations. We mentioned this last week. We'll yep. probably mention it weekly yeah. until just it gets a, here. Just another reminder, the nominations are open until November 1st. Uh, you can visit ArkansasAgHallOfFame.org dot uh-huh. org uh, to do that. Um, again, you have uh, gee, it's almost October, isn't it? It is. October is what uh, Saturday. tomorrow. Saturday. 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 Yeah. So we got about a month on that uh, yep. to get those nominations in. Um, and then we we did some podcasts, I believe. With yeah, last some interviews last year. Inductees. So yeah. you know, it's a it's a pretty big deal. Pretty exciting day. That will. You know, the induction lunch in itself, that's always a big event. Yeah, big big fun. Uh, and then... You have some congrats talk. Yeah, something we, we were talking about earlier today. Um, Jackson County's own uh, Whitney Haywood uh, is joining the Farm Progress team as a staff writer, I believe, for Delta Farm Press. So I uh, saw that on Twitter earlier this week, not only from Farm Progress and Delta Farm yeah. Press, but Whitney... Uh, put that out there. So anyway, just wanted to uh, say cool. congrats one more yeah. time. It's 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 wonderful when we have an Arkansan telling the story of yeah. Arkansas and Mid South agriculture. Um, so congrats to to Whitney and of course the team at Farm Progress for Absolutely. bringing on a great writer. And I think you've got a little uh, something in front of you there that uh, ballot issues. There are going to be some ballot issues on the yeah that's on, right uh, the uh, on the docket coming up uh, in November, but. Early voting starts October 24th? Yes, I believe yeah. so. Yes. Uh, we have uh, Arkansas Farm Bureau uh, has uh, some positions on these issues, uh, three of these issues specifically, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and, and we've actually posted that on ARFB.com. If you go there, you can click through, learn a little bit about where we stand. Um, and, of course. Yeah, so org yeah. Is it archelect.org, right? Um, I should have written that down. Um there you can get a full readout um, yep. on on the on each of the issues one two three and four all, all four issues that will be mm-hmm. on the ballot, and the purpose of that is just to educate yourself in sort of a uh, a straightforward, strictly objective way. And we so, do remind you to visit archelect.com because dot com, thank yeah, you. because that is a resource. It is meant as a resource. It's the educate a place to educate yourself right. before you go to the uh, place your you know to place your vote. Whether you're doing it early, whether you're doing it on a voting day, you can learn a lot about the candidates and the issues on that site. Yeah, just straight across but, read on the site. But if but, you're curious about the Arkansas Farm Bureau positions, we've got them on our website at mm-hmm. arfb.com. You'll see a little uh, call out there. Uh, so, so you can uh, click on that and find out a little bit more where we where we as an organization stand. Yeah, our 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 issues uh, or our stance on 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 three of the issues one, two, and four are based on policy. Yeah, uh, policy that comes developed from our grassroots from grassroots county yeah. level uh, up to the state level. Um, so yeah, arfb.com uh, has more information there. Certainly not the last time we'll talk about this either. Uh, yeah, I have a um, feeling there'll be more talk. On but. Uh, Go ahead and and take a look there um, to to find out more. Well, I guess we'll kick off the news this week with some uh, information about how USDA is working to fight high fertilizer prices in the U.S. Uh, The USDA this week announced it will dedicate $500 million in grants to move more input sourcing uh, to the U.S. in hopes of reducing the risk of high prices that have been seen in the market over the past two years. 
Uh, this is the second such announcement uh, USDA has made about moving fertilizers fertilizer sourcing to the states. The first one came in March with a commitment of $250 million. So this is effectively uh, doubles that commitment in March under the Fertilizer Production Expansion Program. Uh, the White House says funds can be used to help expand fertilizer manufacturing and developing alternatives in a number of ways. You can, of course, get all the details about that at USDA, USDA.gov. Um, but all of this is connected to concerns over farm income in 2023, something we talk a lot right. about here on this show. Uh, so we will continue to watch it closely. Um, but for now, some relief being directed towards uh, input costs or, or to fight right. some of the input cost increases that we've seen. Um, yeah. Well, that's that's some good news. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, I've got to talk a little bit of bad news. You know, we can okay. go through one of these shows without a little bit of bad news. American Farm Bureau's market intel analysis this week focused on what's going on in poultry ahead of the Thanksgiving holiday season. Mm -hmm. That's not great. Okay. Uh, There are some challenges there. High prices, highly pathogenic avian influenza, or HPAI, and inflation have all combined to have a major impact on turkey and eggs, actually. Oh, wow. In fact, turkey prices are currently at record levels, resulting from the combination of tighter supplies caused by HPAI, uh, higher Mm -hmm. demand, inflation, and increased demands on the U.S. food system overall. Uh, The national average price for a frozen grade A whole young hen, 8 to 16 pounds, posted a record price of $1.72 per pound on September 3rd. Uh, That's a 20% higher than the same time last year when the price was $1.44 per pound. So uh, some significant increase. Fresh, boneless, skinless um, turkey breasts, tom turkey breasts, reached Mm -hmm. a record high of $6.70 per pound on September 17th. That's 112% higher wow, my goodness. than the same time last year. On top of this, turkey production is below this time last year and is forecast to be lower still in 2023. My goodness. Uh, yeah. And then on the egg front, egg production has been affected by inflation and HPAI. Table egg prices have come back down after posting some record highs of $3.34 back in July. The combined regional average price for a dozen grade A large eggs delivered to a warehouse was $2.34 on September 17th. September 17th, excuse me. That's 27% higher than the same time last year. Okay. And 44% above the five-year average of $1.29. So wow. it's getting a little uh, steep out there in some of those things, but there's a little bit of good news, too. Yes, please. Uh, data shows that demand has remained strong for Turkey, and it's even forecast to increase. In addition, fall HPI AI detections are well below those numbers that uh, popped up in the spring, and there should be enough turkeys to go around for Thanksgiving. Well, I was afraid you were going to tell yeah. us that we were at risk of not having pumpkin pie. Uh, well, it <laughs> yeah. should be okay there from... Well, I don't know with the eggs. Know. You know, yeah, right. You know, but... Well, I'm... Um, I'm glad there'll be enough for Thanksgiving. When I very first saw the little uh, intro for the story, I thought oh, yeah. it said bad news for turkey legs. And I thought, <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> the fair's in trouble. Man, oh, no, but, no, uh, no. <laughs> I don't know if we could have a fair without turkey <laughs> legs. I know. I wonder what the prices are going to be on those turkey legs. Well, no. Oh, I don't know. Uh, you know, so... We made a trip together to Wright's Barbecue in Northwest Arkansas. It always, we work in food every time, don't we? We do. And that was My a good trip. Goodness, I'm that sorry. Good yeah. But we went to Wright's Barbecue and they talked us into trying that turkey. 
Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking about it ever since. So Me last too. weekend, I'm it was like, good. hey, I'm going to smoke one of these things. Yeah. Like, like I went to this, I went to three stores trying to find a turkey breast, like a bone-in turkey breast. Can't uh, find them. Like, yeah. Yeah. And they said, the, you know, I thought that's something you could buy year round, but they, you know, one butcher I talked to said, well, they haven't started sending them yet. Hopefully in the next month or so we'll be getting them. So I hope it's not a, a supply. I don't mean to yeah. cause, you know, more, false, more panic, more alarms, <laughs> false yeah. panic, but it sounded to me just like a seasonal kind of thing. Like yeah. we don't have yeah. those. They'll, yet, they'll be around. You'll yeah. Be but, uh, but anyway, I, I, Maybe it's a good you, thing. I, I haven't been able to find, find one because I would have paid more for yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say, you may <laughs> find it, but you may need to take out a loan. <laughs> anyway, well, uh, it'll be worth it if it is half as good as that uh, and it was turkey. Good. It was good. <laughs> All right. As we've talked about uh, two weeks ago on the podcast, the USDA's WASD report earlier this month made a sizable correction to the soybean forecast based on yield concerns. And we've got a bit more about that now and wanted to share it uh, today. Uh, back in the first quarter of the year, USDA projected up to 91 million acres of soybeans in this growing season due to a number of factors, including more than a million acres lost due to weather in North Dakota around planting season. Uh, USDA's pulled back their forecast to just under 4.4 billion bushels this year. Uh, in, adjust, in, in addition to adjusting U.S. numbers, USDA lowered its estimate of global supply from one point or 101.4 million metric tons to just under 99 uh, million metric tons with the million metric tons of that reduction accounted for in lowering Chinese imports alone. Um, I'll, I'll recap that because I realize that's, that's a mouthful. Basically um, in addition to some yields, yield concerns, Chinese imports are down about a million uh, metric tons. uh, So that has contributed to this as well. What does that mean for Arkansas farmers? Hopefully higher commodity prices, although analysts still expect a pretty hardy crop with predictions uh, of this year's harvest coming in at the fourth largest on record following 2021, 2017, and 2018. Wow. Yeah, I talked to um, our new staffer, Chad Hooten, who spent uh, the week, I believe, uh, one, one day this week up in Woodruff County, uh, working with Rusty Smith to get right. an update on the soybean crop, and he says uh, we should have that up in the next couple of days. Yeah, he was sending us some pics and little clips while he was up there. Uh, looked nice. like a beautiful day to be out there. So yeah, pay, be on the lookout for that. We we like to do this. We like to go out there and get the updates um, during this time of year. So uh, find out how we'll harvest is going. Uh, should for have everyone. that up. You'll look. Check our social channels. Check our website. Check YouTube. We'll have that up soon. Heck yeah, man. All right. Well, let's step away from the news for a minute to learn a bit a bit about our annual Farm Bureau membership. Your Arkansas Farm Bureau membership supports our work on behalf of Arkansas farmers, ranchers, and rural communities around the state. From youth leadership programs and academic scholarships to hunger relief and disaster support and much more. You can make a difference and be a champion for your community. Join today at ARFB.com. Did you know your $40 annual ARFB membership contributes to the work being done in your local community? A good example of your annual membership at work uh, recently was in Baxter County, where the Women's Committee uh, presented donations to the Norfolk Backpack Program to support food backpacks for students in the community and another donation to Norfolk Elementary to help provide school supplies to local children. Um, So, 
again, great work going on out mm-hmm. there at the local level. Support it. Join today at ARFB.com. Certainly. Okay, getting back to the news and returning to poultry for a minute uh, and focusing on something positive this time. The University of Arkansas recently announced that its new poultry science smart farming research facility is set to open soon with construction nearly complete. That's exciting news. Yeah. The $1 million project will help conduct broiler research for the Center for Excellence, Center of Excellence for Poultry Science and the Arkansas Agricultural Experiment Station. It'll be located at the Milo J. Schult Agricultural Research and Extension Center in Fayetteville. David Caldwell, head of the Department of Poultry Science in the Dale Bumpers College of Agriculture, Food, and Life Sciences, said one of the one said one side of the facility would have large floor pens for commercial relevant rearing equipment, and will use the latest sensor and data collection technology for research projects. The other side will use broiler nutrition research and include a more standard mini pen research facility used for management research applications. According to the university, some of the smart technologies incorporated in this new facility will include computer vision and machine learning, which are becoming more prominent in the poultry industry overall. So this is state of the art, and uh, it's a a pretty big deal that that will be opening up soon. Uh, I mean, if you think about it, combine that with the business forestry business center, and then you have this opening up. There's a lot of big, uh, big research and uh, academic facilities opening up. That's really going to be important for agriculture here. Yeah, I'm reminded of that um, poultry research project that we talked about here. I don't know; it's been a few months ago, but where they were looking at water, water consumption uh, yeah, using no, less water and poultry that. production. I wonder if that'll be a part of this. Um, Anyway, really cool to see the different applications of, of uh, research through our uh, land-grant uh, university. Uh, well, it's time for our weekly harvest and crop progress report. We're seeing signs around the state of a harvest that's in full swing. Let's dive into the numbers here. Uh, corn harvest is winding now with 88% complete as of Monday. Not much standing uh, in the fields at this point in uh, the year. I was scrolling Instagram earlier and definitely saw... Uh, Monroe County uh, farmer posting about uh, corn harvest being done, moving on to soybeans. But uh, cotton bowls are almost all open, and harvest is at 5% complete. Uh, Let's hope the current hurricane in doesn't uh, change that in the coming days. I was listening to um, uh, RFD TV yesterday, and they were talking about how almost 100% of the bowls in Florida were open uh, right yeah, as in right was, as was coming across. in, yeah. so I know there was has already been some cotton supply uh, concerns with the droughts in Texas and so on and so forth. So we'll we'll continue to watch that as well. Uh, peanuts are twenty percent dug, as we talked about last week, Brian. We learned that dug is the official um, verb of harvest for peanuts. Uh, okay, which yeah. I would not have guessed. I would yeah. never have guessed that either. So. Yeah, it's on the USDA sheet and everything. The, their report says. Doug. They are so Doug. <laughs> So, anyway, making a huge leap over the progress that we reported last week and still lagging a bit behind uh, this time last year, but peanuts certainly coming along. Rice is also rocking along at 61% harvested, which is on pace uh, with last year. Uh, not much change in the soybean harvest progress because everybody's trying to get rice out uh, and, and and corn. Uh, but we have had much more coloring and leaves drop this week. No real changes in crop quality across the board. Uh, we certainly uh, hope that everything holds steady as is. We're seeing some dry areas of the state 
including an increased risk of wildfire in the eastern half. Uh, I was telling Brian before the show started, uh, we've got a return of drought conditions. I think in central Arkansas we're at a D2, mm-hmm. but in western Arkansas, D3. I, I bet we're up to 15 burn bans. It really feels yeah. a lot like July again <laughs> when we're sitting at this very table. You know, one thing I so, noticed, even um, – even as you know it's getting cooler and it feels nice just sitting outside i mean that the ground is dry i mean my backyard is dry everywhere you know there's because you think about it we, we still don't have any rain yeah you know i mean uh, weather changes but no rain yeah and i think the path of the i mean i'm no meteorologist but the path of that hurricane the way it was coming through i don't think we're gonna no. like Ooh. i said it's good for harvest but yeah. you know for livestock producers and so on and so forth and, right. you know not great not great there so anyhow well you just had to bring us down there. Um, <laughs> well, as we wrap up today, I have an important uh, deadline reminder to share. Um, John McMahon in our department, who uh, I believe is about to become a dad. He is. Uh, today's his first day out. I think yeah. today it may be happening. Anyway, uh, there we go. Let's all the best to him. Yeah. He, he pointed uh, this out to me. Applications for the Center for Arkansas Farms and Food Farm School 2023 are due this Friday. Oh, nice. Tomorrow, 9.30. For those interested, you can apply at uafarmschool.org. Farm school begins in January and lasts for 11 months. So what is this, you might ask? The Center for Arkansas Farms and Food, CAF for short, Farm School, is, as I mentioned, an 11-month program uh, that combines hands-on specialty crop farming with classes in production, business, legal issues. It's a comprehensive approach specifically designed for beginning farmers of fruit, vegetables, flowers, and herbs who are interested in selling to local and regional markets. Students in the program get an in-depth understanding of sustainable farming production systems and the business applications they need to succeed in in farming. The Farm School prepares farmers to become specialty crop entrepreneurs, uh, contributing to local and regional food sheds in Arkansas. This uh, no formal farming experience is required to apply uh, for the program. Okay. So it's a, it's a good learning experience. Program is located at the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture, Milo J. Schultz Agriculture Research and Extension Center in Fayetteville. And it kicks off January 23rd. By the way, that's the second mention of the yeah, two shout outs. Schultz Agriculture yeah. Research and Extension Center. Nice. Nice name. I had to go through it one more time. <laughs> Applications for the Apprenticeship Program 2023 are also open until 12-1. Not as tight a deadline there. The Farm Apprenticeship Program through the Center for Arkansas Farms and Food is designed to provide experiential learning to the next generation of Arkansas farmers and to support specialty crop production. Uh, the program matches apprentice, uh, apprentice areas of interest with mentor farmers, uh, providing real-world farm experience. You get to learn firsthand from a, from a farmer. Uh, much more to learn about that at uafarmapprentice.org, uafarmapprentice.org. Nice. But uh, be mindful if you are interested in the farm school program, that deadline is tomorrow, 9.30. Good to know. Um, and this is such a cool program. We've talked about mm-hmm. this and done work with it before. Um, before we get over to Brian, I just want to say, we, we do, going back to those ballot issues, we do have some folks who are making their way around to annual meetings to talk about these things. If you do have a request for that or want to somebody, we do have some materials available too. If you need any of that, please feel free to um, give us a call, give our uh, government affairs team a call and we'll be happy to, absolutely happy Great to point. help with Please that. ask so. questions and, uh, you know, we'll help talk about it. It's 
important stuff. Yeah, exactly. All right. Speaking of important stuff. Yeah. Uh, spe- speaking of McMahon, you know, <laughs> yeah. they, 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 they up in commodities, they nickname him Mac. Yeah. So I guess now we're going to start calling him Mac Daddy. Uh, <laughs> where's that? My. Where's that? Uh, yeah, oh, machine, but oh, oh I had the volume no. turned down. You know what? That was, happened to somebody yeah, last yeah. week too. There, it goes. <laughs> there, it goes. there we go. I was waiting to fade the music up. Yeah, so, there we go. I don't. I don't give my own self a drum snare. You should. Right. Yeah, you should. Uh, well, I don't have a lot of them today. Just okay. History. The, Come on. Come on. Got huge. Well. The one is so big, it just it just kind of dropped. Yes, okay. it just brought everything down because yeah. it was it was on this day in two thousand eight. This is when the market crashed. Oh yeah, with all the uh, two thousand eight Dow Jones Industrial Averages, it, it fell uh, almost eight hundred points. Mm. Largest single day point loss. Wiped out my fortune. Yes, that's why I'm, that's why I'm still working. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, yeah, you guys remember that's a when big all that moment in happened. history. Yeah, and the only other one that I that I could find that was really that interesting was the uh, the song that was that peaked at number one on this day in 1984. Oh man! Okay, give us some hints. <clears throat> yes, some hints. is there a hint? I, that would give it away. I mean, <laughs> well, this yeah. I mean, I don't have a. I mean. Uh, Ghostbusters. Right. Uh, I was Jake. gonna say "Hungry Like the Wolf." I have no, no idea. No, he's you know. It's a single. His this artist, it's male. Okay. Single name. Okay. Oh, single name. Single name. It's a name. stage name. Sting. <laughs> Close. That I, I mean, it's a good guess, but mm. I mean, because it's '84. Yeah. Yeah. He later, he that. later rebranded, and his band had Prince. You know, Prince. Okay. There you go, okay. Prince. And the song was 1999. Nope. Raspberry Beret. Nope. <laughs> uh, Let's go crazy. Let's go crazy. Oh, man. My okay. favorite Prince song. My favorite Prince That's song. your favorite. Yeah, Prince yeah, song. yeah. That is. That is my favorite if Prince song. If I had song. it, you like to... we'd, we'd probably have all kinds of copyright infringement. Oh, for sure. We'd go, right go straight to jail. You know. <laughs> 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 well, you know, I, that's all I got for you today. I'm, I'm kind of... Well, all right. Well, that's a pretty good one. Uh, it was interesting. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. We will be back at this time uh, next week um, as we wrap up the news for the week. Thanks, to everybody, for uh, joining us and following along. Remember, with, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm jumping on you. No, it's okay. With the Arkansas iCast, we're grateful for you for taking the time to watch and listen. Yeah. Uh, remember, you can live stream uh, and go crazy with us every Thursday at 2 p.m. Facebook and YouTube. Turn on those notifications. Get those alerts. Listen to the audio version, uh, version later. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Yeah. All yeah. The Arkansas iCast is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau and hosted by me, Jason Brown. And me, Rob Anderson. And our show is produced by Brian Pistole and Matthew Magdafrau. We'll see you next week.